that contractor can disappear after a week, a month, a year, whatever it may be. You have to be the pricing expert. You have to have more than one contractor to be able to come out there and finish the job. Isn't it just the best when a software comes out that makes your life easier, makes you more money, and by the way, it's free? Well, welcome to Stessa, today's best ever sponsor. Stessa is a smarter income and expense tracking software for property owners. It allows you to track, manage, and communicate the performance of your real estate assets. So basically, it helps you make more money by looking at your properties in one dashboard. It's a beautiful dashboard, by the way. And it shows you the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you care about. What's the value? How much cash flow are you getting? What's the debt that you have on the properties? What are you bringing in monthly? What are you bringing in annually? And it allows you to have a quick snapshot, not only of your properties, but also come tax time, it's a breeze because you can scan receipts and invoices directly from the phone app and Stessa will automatically read and categorize them for you. No more data entry. It's been talked about in Forbes, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and all it takes is just a few minutes to add your properties, link the accounts, and everything updates in real time. Without Stessa, I was looking at my portfolio on an infrequent basis. I'm talking about my single-family home portfolio. I got three single-family homes, and I didn't realize that I had trapped equity. But if I was looking at it from a dashboard that Stessa has, then I would have realized that, hey, I got a portfolio value of X and I've got debt on it of Y. Holy cow, look at all this trapped equity. I'm missing out. And with Stessa, that won't happen. So go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. And it's free. It's free. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And first off, I hope you're having a best ever weekend because today is Saturday. We've got a special segment for you called Situation Saturday. And here's a situation. You got a single family house or you're looking at a single family house and you need to renovate that puppy Today, our best ever guest, Michael Jordan, is going to talk about the keys to successful renovations. First off, how you doing, Michael? I'm very well. Thank you, Joe, and thank you for having me on your wonderful podcast. Well, it's my pleasure and looking forward to our conversation. Michael has been an entrepreneur since 1999. He's got over $100 million in total business transactions. He's successfully done multiple real estate strategies, including renovations, building homes, buying and holding rentals. He's a turnkey provider, non-performing notes, property management, wholesaling, and a bunch more based in Detroit, Michigan. I met Michael a couple years ago at our conference, besteverconference.com in Denver, stayed in touch, and he's certainly an active player in the real estate world. And so today we're talking about the keys to successful renovations. First, though, Michael, you want to give the best ever listeners just a little bit of context about your background and your experience within the renovation world. Yeah, absolutely. I started out in 1999 and I was a contractor. I basically was running a contracting company doing sales to property management companies and handling their renovations. And from there, it evolved into me being a real estate investor. So 
I became an accidental landlord. And from there, it was something that I loved, the real estate world and the investing world. And I put in my construction knowledge into the real estate investing world and it paired very well for me. So that's a little bit of background on my construction. I have roughly 19 years in that industry. And it's something that there has been a lot of ups and downs that maybe at some point today or at some other time I could share with you guys as far as dealing with contractors and projects. But that is my experience in the construction world. So we'll talk about keys to a successful renovation on a single family house. What is the type of single family house that you typically renovate? Can you describe it? The typical single family home that I would renovate is one that I buy as an REO from a bank or a vacant home that really needs to be renovated from A to Z. Roof, windows, kitchen, bathroom, updated electrical, updated plumbing, HVAC. So you're doing the whole nine yards. And when you're in a project like that, it's very important as a real estate investor to assess the project properly from the standpoint of knowing what you do and don't have to do in that home and understanding the pricing, the time frame, everything is a key component in being successful in that renovation. And it all starts out by doing what we call a pre-scope of work. We call it pre-purchase scope of work because we go in there and we assess what needs to be done. And we can't spend too much time on that because we don't know if we're going to get the home as a real estate investor or not. So we're going to be in there for 15 minutes and we're going to have a rough budget. And our rough budget should eventually be very close within 10% of our actual scope of work, which is a detailed scope of work. So hopefully that answers your question, but that is something that is a very important part of any project is knowing what needs to be done and have an accurate cost. Before you enter the property to do the 15-minute walkthrough, what work, if any, is completed prior to that walkthrough? I would say prior to that walkthrough, we just know about the location, location, location. So that's what we're going off of. We know that our average interior renovation is going to cost approximately $25 to $30 a square foot. That's our approximate price to renovate a home from A to Z. And that's what we're working off of. Now, if we go in there and we find that there is a lot less work than we expected, there is hardwood floors that look great, and there is a new kitchen that was put in there, which is very doubtful, <laughs> obviously that number comes down. But we're going to always, when we're looking at a home, going to write the estimate, we're looking at it from, okay, let's start off with that 25 to $30 a square foot number, and let's either come down or possibly go up from there. We've been into homes where the walls have been gutted and there's no drywall up or insulation. And it's like almost a complete new home when we're done. Mm -hmm. That 25 to $30 a square foot, does that include your labor costs? Yeah, that does. So what we do is we are constantly, one of the biggest challenges that I think most real estate investors have is finding the right crews to do their work. And what we do is we're constantly recruiting and we have to recruit crews that not only do good quality work, but that can meet our pricing. And that is a challenge. So we really have to always be on the hunt for new contractors and contractors that can work with us. And just the nature of our business, 
we're going to lose 10% of our contractors every month or so just because that's the nature of the business. They got another bigger job or they dropped off because they don't have enough workers now. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. But we find that a way to combat that is to constantly recruit and also to have in-house direct labor that is uh, labor that works for us on an hourly basis or a salary basis. So that's a way that we combat getting hurt by crews that leave us or that don't perform. So you'll know the location very well prior to doing the 15-minute walkthrough. How does that influence what your actual scope of work cost is knowing the location? We're going to look at comparables in the area. What's the market going for? How much is the rental rates? What are the taxes? What are the trends in the area? Is it an inclining area? Is it an area that has stabilized out where there's not growth nor decline? Is it an area where there's a lot of development going on where we expect there to be appreciation on the value of the home and on the rent? So that's the homework that we do prior to getting to the home and understanding the rough costs of a renovation. Depending on the area, some areas call for, like for example, Royal Oak, Michigan, which is a very, very, very popular area. That area calls for more of, there's finishes that are more desirable in that area that we feel that more homeowners and renters like. So that'll affect material prices, and then that also might affect our scope writing and our cost of the project. So now from, you've done your research on the location, and now you have just pulled up to the subject property, and you're about to do your 15-minute walkthrough. Walk us through what you're looking for in a house and your thought process and where you're writing it down and just as much detail as possible, please. Well, I would say what we're looking for in a house is number one, we're going in there, we're taking a look at the cosmetics. We're looking at the floors, the walls. Can we move any walls to make it more of an open concept or give a better layout there? Then we're looking at two of the main items that we look at are the kitchen and the bathrooms. We're saying, okay, what can we do to make this look nicer, increase the size, make a better layout? And then we're going into the mechanicals, electrical, the plumbing, the HVAC. And once we get through the cosmetics, which the floor, the walls, the kitchen, the bathroom, the electrical, mechanical, and plumbing, then we're taking a look at the windows, the roof, the driveway, and then safety and structure because we want to make sure that every home that we complete is complies with the city code and ordinance so we can get a city certificate of occupancy. How do you do that in 15 minutes? And what part of what you just talked about takes up the most amount of time? I would say how we do that in 15 minutes is training, training, and training. To me, I love when people actually do a walkthrough with me. And when I say 15 minutes, it might be 20 minutes. I'm just giving you a roundabout timeline. Just being so used to having your eye look at the main items that you're looking for. We also have assessment sheets, which help us go through line by line what needs to be checked off or inputted into that sheet to make sure we cover everything from A to Z. I would say the scariest factor that anyone around the country can come across in the house is a foundation issue. That's where I would say that 
everything can be fixed. The kitchen could be changed out. Cabinets can be changed out. All that good stuff. That's not going to be tremendously costly versus what someone looked at. But if you miss a foundation issue, you miss a bowing wall, you miss a crack in the foundation that is really having the foundation sink. Those are major, major, major items. And I don't want to be going away from your question too much, but to answer your question, it's really having that experience. And I've probably been through, I want to say maybe five, 6,000 houses, if not more, myself and my team. It's been through thousands of houses. We've been through so many of these things. And you know where we've gotten bit in the past. And my biggest losses have been from foundation issues that we've had to cure. And going back to your question about how could it be so quick, well, first of all, we have to make it quick because if we're going to buy homes and we're going to take a look at 15 to 20 homes a day that we're offering on and uh, scoping out and doing all that stuff, we have to be time efficient and it just comes with experience. It's not that someone that hasn't done that that many times can't learn, they can. And that's where I always tell real estate investors that want to get into flipping, some wholesalers want to get into flipping, they want to maximize their money there. I tell them, you really first have to start out by you being an expert on pricing. And don't just count on the contractor because you can take a contractor out there that you can rely on. That contractor can disappear after a week, a month, a year, whatever it may be. You have to be the pricing expert. You have to have more than one contractor to be able to come out there and finish the job. And that's why I look at educating oneself on how to write a scope of work and the proper pricing is one of the most crucial elements in becoming a good flipper and a good single family home real estate investor. The categories of cosmetics is one, kitchen, bathrooms two, mechanicals three, miscellaneous stuff like windows, roof, driveway four, and safety and structure five. With those five categories, which one of those you look at it and you're like, whatever, let's move on. I got this. I can handle really anything comes my way. You mentioned foundations, the big one that you don't want to mess up on, but which one of those five is like, whatever, let's do this. Easy. Painting and flooring. So easy. That is like the... Cosmetics? Yeah, cosmetics. I think that I can bid the cosmetics off of a picture. Someone might say, well, you might have missed a hole in the wall. It's drywall. It's not a big deal. It could be patched. It's an item that's going to take you an hour to fix. So that's the easiest one right there. Well, within cosmetics, you mentioned, can we move walls to make it a more open concept? How do you determine that? Well, first of all, you want to make sure that the wall is not load-bearing. And to do that, you want to have some experience to know where the beams are placed and make sure that you can move those walls. That's number one. Number two, you got to have a vision from the standpoint of understanding what the benefits are to opening up those walls because to do demo on a wall doesn't take much time. But if you demo a wall and they shouldn't have been demoed, you could also mess up the layout. So it really has to be someone that has that good vision, that quick vision. And I walked into a home with a wholesaler probably around six or eight months ago and I walked in and I told him, hey, the home was around $250,000 potential ARV. And he was looking at the wholesaler for seventy dollars or $80,000. And But there was a lot more work than our typical home. And the first thing when I walked in there, I'm like, yeah, I would knock this wall out. And he said, man, he said, how did you know that so quick? I said, because there's no purpose of this wall here. 
It actually gives you the vision of a smaller home. It gives you more compressed look. It doesn't benefit the layout in any factor. Whereas if you took this wall out, you got a more open floor plan. You got the visual of that it's just much more appealing to anyone. And why I was placed here in the first place, I don't know. Maybe in the 50s, 60s, 70s, there was more rooms cut off was in. I don't know. But for me, I just look at it from the standpoint of what are the majority of people going to like? What are the majority of owners that are going to buy this home going to like? What are the majority of tenants going to like? And that's where I learned what they liked. And I kind of go off of that. Going back to know where the beams are placed to determine if it's a load-bearing wall or not, how do you know that? Oh, there's tools. You could bring tools around, along to see if it's a load-bearing beam and if you can't remove that wall. If you're that good, you could pretty much knock on that wall and see if it's hollow or if there's a beam in there. So that just also experience too. But there's ways that we teach people to take a look if it's a load-bearing beam or not and determine that. Anything else as it relates to keys to successful renovation that we haven't talked about that you think we should? Sure, absolutely. I would say that keys to successful renovations also comes with a couple other parts. Number one is knowing the materials you're going to use and the cost of the materials you're going to use. A lot of people get started with the renovation and they actually finish the renovation, but they end up realizing that they weren't as profitable as they should have been because they maybe went overboard on materials. Maybe they didn't buy the materials at the right stores where they could have got better discounts. They didn't scope out the proper materials that would give the same results as the more expensive materials. And they didn't know how to color coordinate things properly. And the home sold for less because they used the wrong color coordinations. So materials is a huge factor in flipping homes. And I tell any investors that are out there, I know that everyone has watched the HGTV shows and whatnot with them going through materials and whatnot. There is big reality to that. I would say that color matching, proper materials are very important. But know your area, know your comps, know what your home is going to sell for, and know what you can afford from the get-go with your materials. So that's one of the two other items I was going to speak about. And the second item, which I spoke about earlier, is having the right contractor on your site. The right contractor doing a renovation means someone that you've seen their work, you have referrals from them, you know that there's someone that can abide by a contract that is very reasonable for them to complete a home, and someone that their pricing is very competitive. I don't recommend using contractors that don't do work with their own hands because that'll defeat the purpose of what we as real estate investors are trying to do, and that is to be as profitable as possible. I feel that that contractor that is a company and has an office and has a bigger outfit eats into the profit by 30 40% higher prices on the construction. So I recommend having smaller crews. You have your electrician, your plumber, your HVAC guy, your painter, your flooring guy, and just cut up the job. So sometimes people feel that they just have to hire a contractor that does everything. Sure, that's possible. You can do that. But cutting up the job also works really well if you plan it the right way. 
You've done renovations for a long time. What is one mistake that you've made recently that you can share with us on a renovation? One mistake that I've made recently on a renovation, I would say, would be not saving hardwood floors because we thought the stains were just that bad in them. Because sometimes over the years, people have pets and there's urine stains and whatnot that the pets create on the floor. And us going through there and figuring out another flooring option. Whereas now we realize throughout time, and I, I don't think this is even recent, this is maybe something in the last year, we realize over time that imperfections in floors some, are sometimes beautiful. So you can use different color stains to hide some of those imperfections and make it look like it's part of the age of the floor or going with a solid color, not stain, but paint that sits on top of it and looks wonderful. So I think one of the bigger mistakes that I've seen in the last year or so is us sometimes reverting to alternate flooring when we already have great flooring there. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you got going on? Well, my name is Michael Jordan. I'm with Strategy Properties. You can visit us on my website at strategyproperties.com. And you could also reach us at 734-224-5454. And we'd be more than happy to give advice. We've been doing some training on renovations and how to handle renovations from A to Z and teaming up with some people to do simulation renovations for them to go through a project with us for them to learn the ins and outs of it before they go out on their own and do it in whatever state they're in. So I hope that we've provided some good information to people. They could use it in their renovation projects to be successful. And that's our goal on this podcast today. Oh, yeah. That would be a fun experience and a worthwhile experience to go through for anyone who's in the value-add business. So that sounds really good. So thank you so much for being on the show, talking about your approach, your pre-purchase scope of work, what you do, then the 15-minute walkthrough, the different categories of items that you look for, the one that could bite you real hard, that's the foundation, other stuff that is just easy to address and that cosmetics as well as talking about how you want to make sure what materials you're using, what the cost is of those materials, and then getting deeper there. We didn't have time to get into too many details there, but you went through that as well as having the right contractor on your site and having a backup option and ultimately being an expert on pricing so that when, not if, but when a contractor does leave you uh, in the middle of the night with the project halfway done, you know how to take it from there. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend. Enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you having me on the show, and have a great weekend. Thank you. Finally, there's a simple way to track rental performance. Stessa, our best ever sponsor, lets real estate investors track, manage, and communicate the performance of our real estate portfolios for free. Go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. You'll always know how your properties are performing with this dashboard. It's a beautiful looking dashboard and it will help you save time with smarter income and expense tracking. You don't have to do any more data entry. Just upload the stuff directly from your phone. It tracks it in real time. Get organized for tax time with tax ready financials so you can download them instantly. This thing was built 
by investors for real estate investors. It's been featured in all the publications you can think of. To get set up with your free account, just add your properties, link your accounts, and everything else updates in real time. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. S-T-E-S-S-A.com forward slash best ever to get started.